This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Who's running things? You mean it took you now to realize that you don't have really good prospects in the minors? It doesn't seem like they had a real good plan. It seems like the general perception of Met fans is they really like what the Mets have done here. They've unloaded a lot of contracts. They've brought in a lot of prospects. They've built up the farm system on the fly. But they're taking the word of a guy in Billy Epler who a a couple of weeks ago, they all wanted out. Met fans have never heard of any of these prospects before they became Mets. Nope. But now, all of a sudden, they know they, they trust Billy Epler. This is ESPN New York Tonight. With Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, shall we go back to the phones? Why not? As long as you promise we're not going to play any more Brian Cashman cuts the rest of the night. Oh, no, I got one more. Oh, God. I got one more. The money quote. The money one. The money (laughs) money quote. We we haven't gotten the money quote already? No. Not yet. No. The money quote is coming, my friend. Oh, my God. Jose's in Brooklyn. Hi, Jose. Oh, good good evening, guys. Shout out to the company. And <laughs> I'm here to try to, you know, help Gordon because, you know. Help we him out. He needs it. Help him out. <laughs> help him out, Jose. He's miserable. But you know what, Jose? And I'll let you finish in a second. Give mm-hmm. him credit. He's been miserable for a while because he saw this coming. <laughs> yeah, this is not a surprise. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm ticked off. All these things. I am not surprised. Hey, I'm the guy that took credit for, you know, coming up with the hot take that I said, if this, if Aaron Judge wasn't on this team, this was a 90-loss team. And one of my friends ended up doing this, doing the numbers, and they were on pace to win 72 games. So, <laughs> well, you know, this is – it is something that um, – we we just have to accept the reality of of, of of the situation, and there's nothing that's going to change in the situation. Like you said, Steinbrenner, the fifth Cashman, I call him Uncle Cashman because he's definitely part of the family. You, you know, Hal's not going to let him go. And Boone is the guy, and even though I know this year it's totally not on Boone, but I'm not going to give him a pass for all the playoff failures that happened the years before. I'm really sorry. I just really can't. Because like Gordon said, he was supposed to be the guy that was supposed to better resonate with the baby bombers. And he hasn't taken them to the place where Joe Girardi. All the baby bombers are gone. Yeah. They're (laughs) They're not here anymore. And they're not babies anymore. (laughs) They've grown up and left home. Yeah, they're gone. They were traded off. They were, you know, overvalued, and it was just, you know, it just became a sad situation. And I'm just like, I'm at the point where I'm just like, you know what? This this is a team that's going to fall under 500. This is a team that's going to fall out of the playoff race, and we will be in last place. And I'm, I'm. Okay with it. I'm going to watch every game, you know, enduring it, but it is what it is. And, you know, I just wanted to let Gordon know that, you know, you're, you're not the only one. We've been do, we've been going through this, you know, all summer. And, it's, you know, we're, 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 we're going to be going through more through September. So don't worry. <laughs> season's almost over. Football's coming. Jose, the season's over. Thanks for the phone yep. call. It's over. Um, I know what you're saying. They're still playing games. And, of course, you'll watch. 
But there's the, like I said last night, Gordon, there's so many other things you could be watching right now. Yeah, I need I a hobby. I was yeah. thinking about it. I need a hobby. I don't know if it's like bird watching. I don't know if it's like maybe I need to start like a garden. I feel like that maybe you know, it seems like that's something that's very peaceful. Mm-hmm. I need something to bring the blood pressure down. Something till the weeds come. Right. Well, something. <laughs> yes. At least go I can home, control that. Go on vacation. Go read a book. Go do something. I need yeah. to do something. I mean, go read a book. Out of out of all the trades that happened at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Is it any doubt that the Yankees are the biggest losers of the trade deadline? Mm-hmm. No. Is it any doubt? No. They could have done it. They could have done anything if they would have added. Not that I necessarily would have been on board, but at least it would have shown you, hey, they have a direction. I, I disagree with the direction, but at least they got something. If they had sold, that would have at least cleared out some salary, got some kind of restocked the farm system, whatever. They did nothing. They did yeah. nothing. They're the biggest losers of the trade deadline by doing nothing. It's not what you want. I'm I'm a little surprised. I mean, they got some pitchers, but uh, oh, who yeah. cares? They, I know, mean, they find yeah. these guys anyway. Like we got enough guys in the bullpen, right? Yeah. That, that hasn't saved us. Can any no. of them hit? No. Can any of them not play third base and hit? No. No. Not a lick. They can't. Can't wait for the update on Josh Donaldson. He's healed. He's ready to bat. He's ready no, to go. No, 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 no. He will not be back. You can't bring him back. Gordon, oh, I you think can't he's coming back, back this season. He's going to rest. He's going to. He's got Mr. Miyagi or something <laughs> fixing him up quick, just so he can come back and, and take some more terrible at bats. It's really sad, but the Yankees are unwatchable right now. Unwatchable. They're boring. They got no life. They don't even look like they want to be there, and they're playing in the game. I know. But everybody thought when Judge came back, that was it, Gordon. Right. Well, Judge. that was the one hope you had. Can he just basically hit a home run every single day? Because no. when he came back the last time, that was did. the one time that they looked pretty good, but it was because, again, he was hitting a home run every single day. Not yep. really sustainable. Now people realize, don't pitch to him. Right. Oh no, no! They're not. It's not that they're pitching around him. They're just not giving him any strikes, according to Aaron Boone. Right? <laughs> Isn't that the same thing, Aaron? What? <laughs> this is a billion-dollar organization, Larry. This is billions of dollars, and this is what we got. I know. It's amazing. It is. It is. Lee's in Manhattan. What's up, Lee? Hail, hail! The gang's all here. Welcome Lee, back. Lee, where folks. have you been? I'm waiting. Listen, been waiting on you, <laughs> waiting on you. But I'm glad that, I'm glad you and Gordon are back together. Listen, let me just say this: I gotta play devil's advocate. Okay, go ahead. I wish GMs and presidents of player operations would recognize one thing: there's only one Theo Epstein. Okay. Mm. Everybody wants to be one, but there's only one. Let me just say that the Mets are going to make the second wild card. Okay? So what am I going to – what pitchers am I going to have with 57 games left in the season that I've got to watch the Mets? And the Mets, by the way, just took the lead in the 10th inning. That kid, Francisco Alvarez. He's great. Okay? By the way, Lee, the game is now tied 6-6. Oh, Lord, have mercy on my soul. Gordon, how dare you? How dare you, Gordon? But, but 
But in all due seriousness, gentlemen, how, with 57 games left in the season, I mean, I get the money aspect of it all, mm-hmm. okay, but you gave away your your your, your, your ace reliever, yep. okay, because that's who we, Robert. Mm-hmm. You got you you want your number one and two starters are no longer here. You just yep. got you just got Verlander. How could you just get him and trade him? I, like I said, I get the money aspect, but the Mets are playing now <laughs> for what it's worth. They're playing now. There's 57 games left in the season. Two months of baseball left. We do have a shot at making the second. Wild card. You mean the third wild card, Lee? And you, what, no, they don't need, no they, well, what, we're going to make one of them. One hook of them, by, right? Hook or <laughs> by crook. But my question to you, gentlemen, uh-huh. is this. Were all of these trades assigned to the players that are left, okay, saying, well, just play out the string without tanking? Because Epler said they're not tanking. Okay? These are the words that came out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So what are you basically telling them without telling them? Yeah. Glad well, to have you guys back, man. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Lee. Thanks, Lee. Thanks a lot. Here's what he's saying. I mean, this is from the guy who said we're, we're repurposing, we're not rebuilding. Right. Yeah. So you know, take what yeah. he says. Billy Epler in the last week has, to- has basically shown you you can't trust anything he's saying. No. He's not saying it's thing. not a fire sale. It was a fire sale. It was. He says we're not. We're we're going to be in it to you know to we're going for it next year again. Mm-hmm. You found out from the conversations with Scherzer that's not the case. They're looking yep. down the road. Yep. So he's 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 exposed himself as you cannot trust what he is saying. No, not in the least. Not in the least. Lee, I love you. I do. No closer. No ace. No way. <laughs> no, they're not. It's done. It's over. It's done. And the players are playing for professional pride and auditioning to be, hopefully they can be traded because here's what I'm, Gordon, you, you ask about what is Aaron Judge thinking? What is Pete Alonso thinking? Yeah. Right now. What, what is, what is Jeff McNeil thinking? What is Brandon Nimmo? What eight year deal? What is he thinking right now? What are these? Th- these are your cornerstone guys on this team, Gordon. Mm-hmm. What are they thinking right now? We're 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 gonna yeah they're gonna go out and play hard because that's what they do. They're gonna give you everything. They're gonna go hard everything. But Gordon, you're just you're telling me these keep come on keep playing hard these last couple of months. Come on come on keep playing hard. <laughs> Who's gonna be on the mound? <laughs> Look, right now, rally is the closer. Because he's on in the 10th with a lead. They had a lead. They brought him in. He's got to be the closer. Got to be. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just giving up the tying runs. Well, I, I don't and know. And there's who's nobody be, out. Yeah, I, I don't know who's going to be pitching. I don't know who's going to be hitting. I can tell you, City Field in about a couple of weeks is going to be town. a ghost town. Yeah. Because a lot of Met fans are Jet fans. That's right. And they have already moved on. They no have question. moved on to their next love. No question. Uh, and they're not going to be sitting there watching this. And rightfully so. How can you blame them? More of your phone calls in the next plus, as I promised for Gordon. Just one more. Just one more catch. Oh, just, just, just one more. Just, just oh. one more. That's next on 98.7 ESPN.
Mets. And the Mets, by the way, just took the lead in the 10th inning. By the way, Lee, the game is now tied 6-6. Six, six. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Lord, have mercy on my soul. <laughs> <laughs> This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, obviously, we're, we're in it to win it. You know, we stayed the course because of that. You know, obviously, we've got Nestor coming back as well as Loisaga soon. And, you know, we know that we have, we have better baseball in us, although we haven't shown that and proven that. Harvey, don't do it to Gordon. Stop, stop, stop. I can't, I can't, I can't do that to my partners. And who believes this? I can't believe I can't do that to you, Gordon. <laughs> but that was the money quote for me. Yeah. We're in it to win it. We're in it we to got- win it. Sure. Cortez is coming back. Elizabeth is coming back. It's almost they're like back, uh, they, they're now the Will Pond Mets. They're, they're, they're mentioning injured players returning from injury as additional players. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like making a trade. We're getting Nestor Cortez back. Yep. Can he hit? Can he play third base? Can he play no. left field? No. Obviously, we're, we're in it to win it. He's they the only win. person who believes this. No one else in believes this. It. They're in it to right. win it. But they didn't add a single everyday player at the deadline. No. Right. Nobody. They're in it to win it, but they're only going to do it with this. Right. This is the group. Because it. it couldn't possibly be that Brian Cashman's wrong, right? It couldn't be that. No, no. It has to be the players just haven't played up to what they're going to do. He knows. Yes, he knows. Well, I'll I'll say this. Gordon, he could not have known Rizzo was going to disappear like this. No. uh, That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Did you hear the stat? Did you hear the stat K gave today? 0 for 30 with two men on this season? With runners in scoring position? 0 for 30, Gordon. 0 for 30. That's Joey Gallo numbers. Yeah. Well, look, here's the thing. There are some guys that it is kind of surprising that they're having the seasons that that they're having. I I will grant you that. It's not like all of these things were easily to to see coming down the road. But some of them were crystal clear coming down the road. And they did nothing to address any of those problems. So you get what you get. That's it. No problem. No question about it. Isaac's in Westchester. What's up, Isaac? Hey. Hey, Isaac. How y'all doing? We're We're good. good. What what do you got? Okay, wasn't sure you were hearing me, but I have a little little idea. So I think that the reason why they didn't start Domingo Herman was I think they had him on the trading block. I think they had a deal in place possibly. And so I said, let's not start him. Let's come up with some armpit idea of an injury. And then if it falls through, boom, we'll put him back in. Oh, I think that's a great idea. And then the last thing I was going to say, this whole thing, we got to be in it to win it. Doesn't that sound like he's playing the lotto? Like, are we playing lotto with Major League Baseball? Thanks for the call. Yeah. All right, Isaac. Thank yeah, maybe, maybe that's what they're talking Maybe they're talking about the Powerball. I think there's one of them. It's like a billion dollars. Well, they lost that too. Yeah, they have a better shot at that than they do of winning the World Series, I can tell you that. No question. Maybe they can round up, you know, like they do those office pools. Everybody mm-hmm. throws in a buck. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they can do that. Maybe. A buck in the dream. Yeah, I don't think that they were trying to I, – I, I believe that Harman did go see the doctor and all these different things. They, they could have come up with something else yes. if he, they were thinking about trading him. Yeah, I mean – 
Super and look, they didn't trade anybody. No. So why would he be any different? Yeah. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha. <laughs> you know, you had a Mets fan caller earlier, and he was like, uh, he's glad that the Mets are doing what needs to be done and they're not fooling themselves like the Yankees. Listen, bro, like, stop it, okay? Stop trying to wash away your Mets misery <laughs> in comparison to what the Yankees are doing. I mean, you know, stop it, bro, like, please. Like, this was the this was the master plan, right? <laughs> <laughs> to sign these old guys, <laughs> and they have nothing to work out. Um, and I don't mean that as, 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 as in any way towards you, because you know I love. No, you. I got I, listen. Because you know, it I comes love with you. the territory. <laughs> you know what I mean? It comes with the territory. All right. You know that being said, I mean yes. Rondon. What did he throw? Like ninety-seven pitches in four innings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow! He's he really made up for them not getting Luis Castillo, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a great. Him and Montas together. I think he gave oh, up. I think he gave up four. He pitched four innings, gave up four runs, walked four, and struck out four. Something along the like the whole line was just fours across the board. Mm-hmm. Not not four good. Score. Maybe four that's score. what you play in the lotto. You know something, man? Listen, the, the cut you played. With uh, with Cashman, the most priceless one was where he said, "We have the capabilities." I thought I was listening to the intro to the Six Million Dollar Man. We have the capabilities. <laughs> we can build them better, stronger, faster. I mean, please, you because know, somebody, you know, he has that face and the type of speech where, after a couple of drinks, you might just take a slap at him. <laughs> Pow! You know, I'm like, dude, shut the hell up, yo. You know, listen. I'm in a period of homeostasis as, as a fan. You know, like James Harden, we signed him. Why did you sign him? There's no trade market for him. Let him go. So now you're stuck with him, and he doesn't want to play there. But it gets better. You know, the Yankees are what they are. And uh, Brian Cashman, as many people have said, is the fifth, sixth, whatever Steinbrenner, whatever he is. He's not going anywhere. You know, but it's a very strange world where – the only hope of, and I have in a team sports are Aaron Rodgers. He's my quarterback. He's my coach. He's my judge. He's my jury. He's my executioner. I mean, Rob Sala has been reduced to being <laughs> and accepted as being a prop. You know, it, it, I, I really, you know, when you watch sports and you know sports for a long time, you know that the coach He's an integral part of what you're trying to do. I mean, when I've been listening to the stuff that's been coming out of Jets camp, I'm excited about the team and the talent that they have on the field, but I'm I'm increasingly more worried about the coach and what his role is. You know, he's sort of almost been relegated to, I don't know if you guys remember that movie, Apocalypse Now? It's been a minute, yeah. Sure. You remember that movie? Mm -hmm. Remember the surfer, Lance? Remember he dropped that acid and he was just out there, you know. Remember when when um when this guy was going to kill uh what's his name? Kurtz. <laughs> he was going to kill Kurtz, and he was doing the boogie dance when they chopped up the the the, the calf and everything. He was just out there with the loincloth on. I mean, that's what Rob Salas at at this point. Like, does he even run the team anymore? I I, I hope that works out. I really do. But I have strong Andrew Bourdain reservations about wow. whether, you know, you can ha- have a coach 
who's just like letting everything go on around him without really being the leader of it. You know, I, I, I just I, I, I'm concerned. But like I said, the Jets look more promising than the than the uh, Yankees. Definitely look more promising than the Sixers. But like I told you before, guys, what I'm excited about in September, my birthday month, mm-hmm. we got Canelo versus Charlo. And see, what happened is, what Buck Crawford did is, he stepped up to the plate, and he showed that a fighting fighter is going to always beat a guy who takes two or three years off, and Canelo Alvarez is a fighter's fighter. Mm-hmm. So I'm fully prepared to see in, uh, Jamal Charlo getting knocked out by the sixth or seventh round. I, I got to be honest with you. And I commend him for taking the fight. But he ain't never seen no punching power like that. You know, and we'll see what happens. You know, I love y'all, man. All right, Buddha. Thanks for checking in. Uh, Gordon, I'm just trying to figure out what happened here in this Met game. Was it a balk? It was either a balk or, or, or what, he couldn't hear the, the signal? or this, this uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. I, it's unbelievable. I was deep it's, into the Apocalypse Now analogy yeah. that Buddha was giving us there. Buddha weaving poetic. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, um... And it I was certainly think... more entertaining than Mets Royals at oh, 11, eleven twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'll say this: it was a bulk. Thank you. I'll say this, Gordon. Rob Sala is going to be better. I, I don't think we'll see him on the clipboard, sitting on the bench, <laughs> like wow. a former Jet head coach, right, when everything no. is going on. <laughs> but I will say this: I, I kind of agree with with Buddha. That the Mets, or excuse me, the Jets have like outsourced their offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if the offense isn't good, how can anybody blame Robert Sala? It's Can't. it's it's Aaron Rodgers' show. That's it. So uh, if it's not good, I think that that would be where the finger points. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, if the team's not good, if the offense is not good, the team's not going to be good. So at the end of the day, the coach is going to be in the firing line. He's going to be. <laughs> He'll, he'll get the blame. He'll never get the credit. Right. <laughs> That's the exactly. bottom line. Yep. That's the way it goes. More of your calls are next on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, how dare you? How dare you, Gordon? <laughs> this is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Zach is in Nutley. Zach, you're next on 98.7. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? How we doing? Zach. Hey, yes, uh, I was calling about that last Brian Cashman quote. That one had me cracking up. Uh, you mean which one? The the one where he about is... Uh, guys coming back from injury? Yeah, the one, uh, Sevy's coming back. Nasty, uh-huh. na- nasty yeah. Nester's coming back. We're it. all good. Yeah, yeah, so so who's going to hit? Where are we finding the bats? I don't know. I have no answers for you, my friend. And neither does Cashman. It, so we're it, in good company. It might... <laughs> It might be the first time in history that we're excited for Giants football in September over the Yankees. Well, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees have had a, they've had a, a run of at least being relevant deep into the season. Uh, but this is not the year. And nope. it seems like the window is now closed. And, and you know, another one that happened um, that I forgot to mention, Willie Calhoun. That's it. Willie Calhoun, before he left, he was hitting at the top of the order. Uh, the, uh, Aaron Boone was telling us that he can really rake, or, but, but he can really bang or something. He was using mm-hmm. one of those, you know, one of those terms. 
He gets hurt. He goes on the IL. He comes back. The Yankees release him. Nobody else picks him up. And so now he's, he's I guess, down to the farm system or whatnot. But he was hitting third or fourth for the Yankees. That's it. And he was offered to every other major league team, and no other team wanted him. Imagine that. All that talent gone to waste. All that talent. Oh, Willie Calhoun, he can rake all right. No question about it. Uh, Jonathan's in L.A. What's up, Jonathan? Well, fellas, I caught in yesterday having hope. Now I'm hopeless. I was having hope. For wow, that, was a, that was a quick 24 hours, huh? <laughs> it sure was, man. But I'm completely hopeless. And now it's like, uh, I just, have you guys seen that meme when the guy's throwing the papers in the air? Like, forget this, I'm out. That's me right now with the Yankee team. And I think, and I don't remember a trade deadline being this dead. Like, there was mm-hmm. no big, I mean, aside from Berland, there was no big stars. Probably everyone was waiting for a tiny. I don't know. It was just, I guess, boring. Or maybe I'm being biased because the Yankees didn't really did anything. Well, it seemed like every uh, team did something. It wasn't it wasn't major names. It wasn't major blockbuster exactly blockbusters. Major but you know, when they have these many this many teams that are still in it and still have hopes of making the playoffs, it, it, there's not that many sellers. That's why the Yankees exactly. should have been uh, aggressive and 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 fill that void. And maybe they would have been able to pick up a prospect or two that in a couple of years would actually pay off far more than what we're watching on a nightly basis. Thanks, Jonathan. And, you know, that's tough, Gordon. When you are invested in your team Mm -hmm. and you're thinking, you know what? We're, in theory, we're still in it. We're three and a half out of the final wild card. I mean, numerically, we're still in this. So if they go out and they get a player who could at least help a little bit offensively to add another bat in the lineup, you know what? Maybe maybe we've got hope. Maybe maybe things will just happen. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, Gordon? Maybe something will turn the right way for us. And so for them to do nothing like that, that's like, if you're a Yankee fan right now, some of some Yankee fans are just like, good, because this way we, we don't want the false hope. Maybe this maybe something will change for the better because we're not good anyway. But if you're a Yankee fan that looks at the glass half full, Gordon, you're devastated that they didn't do anything. You're devastated. You're trying to figure out why not. Yeah, there were clearly deals to be made. Um, If you had simply gotten a league average player in left field, if you had just gotten a league average player at third base or at catcher, or a position that hits, basically, uh, it would be a major upgrade, especially in those the, the first two, the left field and the third base. Uh, and, and who knows? Maybe that kind of gives the guy – because right now it seems the guys on the team, they don't have any hope either. They, re- yeah. they see the writing on the wall that the team is going nowhere and they're playing like it. Mm-hmm. So maybe if the, if the front office had simply gone out there and made – I'm not saying a blockbuster move, but just simply somebody who can come in and play one of those two positions and and give you something in the lineup. They have nothing in the lineup. Nothing. Nothing. They got Judge and and Glaber here or there, and that's it. There's nobody else. And to think that you couldn't go out. And again, they're playing guys. Kiner Falefa is not an outfielder. No. And he plays the outfield on a race. They don't even have a full outfield. 
They can't nope. field a, a full outfield on a regular basis. Jake Bowers is not a good outfielder. Kiner Falefa is not an outfielder. <laughs> and this is what $270 million buys you. Oh. It's a mess. What a mess. I mean, Hal Steinbrenner said there would have to be some tough questions answered oh, sure. after the end of the season. I mean... Gordon, the, you don't have to wait till after the end of the season. Why is that? Why do I not have a a bona fide outfield, complete outfield for the New York Yankees as an owner? The New, the New York Yankees can't afford an outfield. And why is that? Because they're scraping up against the luxury tax threshold, which, in fairness to to Hal Steinbrenner, should be enough money. I'm not even saying a championship level team, a professional outfield. Mm-hmm. Don't have guys playing out of position on a regular basis like they have. I mean, IKF is really an outfielder now. He's in the outfield more. He's, he's in, in the infield. outfield. Yeah, he's in a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's an he went outfielder. from he went for at this point last year they were still trying to convince us he was this great shortstop. Now they're playing him in the outfield every single day. And he's playing the outfield better than he did shortstop last year. <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing. You he's know, hitting and, and better. He's not back next year. That will be the final time he plays the outfield. I mean, he's hitting better as an outfielder than he did as an infielder. There's no question. Hey, look, he is what he is. He he, he is, is exactly what you you got him, and he's done exactly what you should have expected. Mm-hmm. He has not disappointed, unless you're just being unreal, unrealistic on what the level of production should have been. He, he's He's been the same player as he was before he got here. He's been the pl- same player here. Yeah. He's just not a good offensive player. Yeah. He does what he can. He, he does what he can. He gives you what he can. And, and look, it, it, to his benefit, he's, he's taken up the mantle of trying to play the outfield. There's been some moments, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But at least he's out there trying his best, and he's doing it in the major leagues. Yeah. Again, this is much more about roster construction. It and, is. And the guy who has put this whole thing together. When we return, Gordon. No more Brian breath. Cashman cuts, please. No, no, no more. No Brian Cashman it. cuts. Maybe an Aaron Boone, but we're not going to do answers with Aaron. Yeah, I, you don't I, deserve I, that. I, I'm almost interested to hear what he uh, did. We have good at bats tonight. Uh, we'll find out next on yeah. 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Wow, we haven't played this theme in a while, Gordon Damer. No, we have not. It's ESPN New York tonight here on 9870 ESPN. Top of the hour, it's Freddie and the Fitzsimmons. Right now, this is where we take you out to the ballpark with the both local teams. We begin hey, with the New York Yankees. We begin in the Bronx. And, Gordon, you were pretty close, pretty close. The line on Rodon tonight. Four innings, four hits, four runs, all earned, four walks, five strikeouts, two home runs. His ERA now a robust 6.24. Nice. Is that, are, oh. those good, are those numbers good? No, I don't uh, think they are, right? Well, four innings, know, well, four runs. Consistent. Uh, not a quality start. <laughs> not a quality start. <laughs> of course, this followed a invisible deadline trading day that we've talked about for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Aaron Boone, the Yankee manager, was asked, so what message was sent by the front office after the deadline today? It's on us. It's on the people in that room that we got to figure it out if we're going to get to where we want to go. And I know it looks bad right now. We understand that. But we got to find it from within now. You know, it's it's come and gone. It's on all of us in that room to figure it out if we're going to climb back into this thing. Well, 
Them figuring it out is like that time I took the whole family to one of those escape rooms, Larry. Yes. Oh, my God. That was a disaster. We were fighting and yelling. with it. We didn't escape anything. <laughs> it was on us. We failed. <laughs> so it's on the guys in the Yankee uh, clubhouse right now. And guess what? They're going to be about as successful. Well, based on what we've seen so far, no. It's not yeah. going to work. It's not going to work. All right. So let's ask. Oh, let's do this first. Uh... Aaron, why did Rodan? Why did Rodon be so bad tonight? I think he was actually two to one strike the ball. The, I think the struggle was that they prolonged at bats on him. So I thought he was good at the top of the zone with his fastball. That, but they were able to spoil, 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 and, and then which led to the few walks. They they kind of outlasted him, and they did that by kind of having really tough long at bats against him. Answers actually with good. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? What are we talking? Play that again. Play that again. I think he was actually two to one strike the ball. The, I think the struggle was that they prolonged at bats on him. So I thought he was good at the top of the zone with his fastball, that, but they were able to spoil, 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 and, and then which led to the few walks. They, they kind of outlasted him, and they did that by kind of having really tough long at bats against him. Oh, what are we? I mean, <laughs> every day. He says something so nonsensical. I, I mean, it's unbelievable. He was he was good. He was. He was got the answers, man. They, they they were able to they were just able to fight these pitches off. They were really good pitches, but they walked four times in four innings. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was. It's like it's was, like he's out of ideas and he's just he's just up there rambling. Answers with Aaron. Gordon. The ball, even he was upset at the way the home runs was getting out of the ballpark. He wouldn't say that it was outlasting him. Uh, never mind. Oh, uh, <laughs> 97 pitches in four innings. <laughs> he was actually really good. <laughs> they Walked four both. guys, gave up four runs. They outlasted him. <laughs> yeah, they just outlasted him, yeah. It's easy when he's walking the ballpark and giving up two home runs. Every other even, inning, he's giving up a home run. Even with all that, Gordon. The Yankees had a chance to tie the game in the bottom of the ninth. They did. All right. So, Bader, uh, Bader double. Um, Torres double. Bader scores. Mm-hmm. Rizzo single. Torres to third. Mm-hmm. LeMahieu reaches on an infield, infield single to third. Mm-hmm. Torres scores. Mm-hmm. Rizzo the second. LeMahieu the second because Rizzo moved to third on the throwing error. And IKF. Who's, who's, you know, listen, is infield, outfielder. It's what he does. Right. You Not know. good at either, right? Not good at either. So he's up. So what does Aaron Boone do? He's, he calls Giancarlo Stanton, the pinch hit. Mm-hmm. Aaron, why? Time run, just taking a shot with, you know, a, a, a big swing. Gordon, has he seen Ginstall Stanton these right. days? <laughs> and and it, uh, apparently his uh, his pinch hitting stats are not great either. I had no. him, I had a number written down here. Because um, he rarely pinch hits. Right. He's not a good pinch hitter. No, and, normally. Um, he's not a good hitter. Power hitters <laughs> that play. You take your shot right. Is this power, like, hit, power hitters that play every day, Gordon, they're not good pinch hitters because they, no. they're not in that situation a lot. Well, look, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna complain about getting uh, Giancarlo Stanton uh, over Isaiah Kiner Falefa, but no, you're um, not. But you might have let IKF hit, right? <laughs> Carlos Rodon, how would you evaluate your performance tonight? 
I put the boys behind today and didn't really give us a chance to win. Tomorrow's another day and we have to show up. Whether it's with the new guy or not, doesn't really matter. How big a crisis is this, the way you've been pitching right now? Yeah, I mean, we're, we are definitely not playing good baseball. We're just going to have to scratch our way out of it. We're going to have to claw our way, climb out of the hole. It's in front of us, you know, win or lose. Like, every day you get a chance to win or lose. Right now we're losing. So that apparently is the uh, line of the day. Well, look, if he feels bad about the way he pitched, he pitched today, he should just go talk to Aaron Boone because apparently it was a whole lot better than we think. <laughs> it was. It oh, really my was. God. It really oh, was. my God. Meanwhile, in Kansas City, after the Mets gave everybody away uh, on the trade deadline and got some promising prospects, Gordon, we yeah. hope. Yeah, well. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll be good by 2030. Uh, the Mets end up losing in 10 innings to the Kansas City Royals. And in true Met fashion, Gordon, they didn't lose on a grand slam. They didn't lose on even on a bases-loaded walk. No, 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 no. They lost on a bulk that was caused by lack of communication with the signals. Uh, has that ever happened that a guy lost a game without ever throwing a pitch? He never that was his first that was his first pitch that he was about to throw. That is correct. I mean, I guess it's probably happened some other time in baseball. Mm-hmm. But that, lo- that that cannot be a very long list. No, can't be. Uh, here's Buck Showalter on the walk-off bulk. Technically, it's a bulk. You'd want to call if you were in the other dugout. But you always feel bad when games are not decided by the players. Of course, you can say they were because he balked. But it's very technical. You know, he got to step off there. And he didn't. If I'm Buck Showalter, you know what? Pay me. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I went from a 101 win team, Gordon, to losing a game in extra innings to one of the worst teams in baseball on a walk-off bulk. And then I had to sit in the clubhouse and sit in the dugout and watch them give him a Gatorade bath on the <laughs> field while he's being interviewed because he had a walk-off bulk. Yeah. Uh... I mean, is that not apropos of the Mets season? Oh, On on the day where they finished giving away the team, they gave away a game. Yes, because they had nobody to pitch. Right. But that's familiar. (laughs) That's not new. No, it's not new. (laughs) That's not new. That's been the season for them. I mean, Gordon, they had Rayleigh started the inning. Hartwick and Walker gets the loss. Really, the Mets had Mets had a two-run lead going into the bottom of the tenth because Francisco Alvarez, who's the biggest, the, other than Nimmo, the brightest spot on this team this year, tie, gives them a lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had a lead four-three. Adovino gave it back. Alvarez gives them a lead. Rayleigh and Hartwick and Walker give it back, and Walker loses it for him. I mean, this is this is the way the rest of this season is going to be. Because you're going to look at people coming out of this bullpen, you're not going to know who they are. Who are these people? And that's the way it is. So, listen, it's going to be better, Gordon. It's going to be better from what they tell me in the next couple of years. Yeah. Have we checked in on Lee in Manhattan just to make sure he's okay? Um, No, Lee is done. He was was looking for – he could see a playoff run coming. 
capturing a wild card this year, getting yes. over 500, I'm making a charge. How dare you, Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> I just hope Lee is okay. I think Lee will be fine. Um, Josh Walker on the ball, not so much. Here's what he had to say. I just uh, was up there. I didn't have a pitch count in my ears to me, and Albie didn't have communication. And, you know, basically I was trying to relay that to him. And then when I went to step off, my foot was a little kind of in the footprint kind of, of you know, where the guys have been throwing. And I think my knee buckled a little bit before I stepped off. And that was it. That's what they got me. That's pretty much it. All right. So tell me more about this. What happened? Yeah, it's just a different game with the pitch comm now and trying to and going in without it. Just like I uh, kind of forgot to relay, relay that to Albie, so, you know, that's on me. And, uh, you know, getting lost in the, in the moment, flow of the zone, just trying to think about the hitter and attacking him, and just a mistake was made. It's a ball. It's a ball. There's no question about it. Gordon, tomorrow night, I promise. I, I make this promise to you. Oh, please. Tomorrow night, we'll talk more football, talk a little oh, Jets, please. Browns. Yes. For preseason. How, how about that? That sound good to you? Oh, anything but more Yankees. <laughs> and I have to, although I have to be honest with the week that he's had so far, I'm kind of waiting to see the next thing he's going to say in Aaron Boone. <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow night, my friend. Sounds good, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. We thank you for joining us as always. We'll see you tomorrow night following the Dan Grosser show. Harvey, Julian, thank you very much. Freddie and Fitz are next on 98.7 ESPN. I need a hobby. I was thinking about it. I need a hobby. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.